Hello, hello. Great day. My name is Nina and I am super excited to share some information with you all. I know it's like when I come on here, um, I really use podcasts in a different sense. I know that, you know, we have um, a generation of where podcasts are now um, almost like, you know, radio stations. You have your show and it comes on um, and maybe there's daily podcast releases. Maybe there's weekly podcast releases. But the way that I use the podcast is that I use it as a way to be able to share information in audio format. However, no, it is not on a schedule because when these things come to me, it's after devotion, it's in that moment of creativity, and that's when I share it, okay? So I want you to be excited when you see the notifications. I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, she's always sending notifications. I want you to be like, okay, boom, we got a new episode that we can go over and be able to digest and carry into the month, okay? Now, my name is Nina. I am a spa owner and private esthetician, and I also have an academy called Elite Esthetician, and this academy is designed to help you to take Take your business to the next level, all right? I work specifically with private and solo estheticians. And yes, there is a difference. If you're a private esthetician, you work more on a clientele basis of keeping that client and helping them age gracefully throughout the years. And these are more so your facialists where you have a specific uh, niche that you're working in. But if you're a solo esthetician, you may do more than one service. You may do waxing and facials, or you may do lashes and brows. Like, however that is, you work solo, but you do offer more than just one specific service. So I do work with both, and my goal is to help you to grow into an elite esthetician, but to also have an elite business, okay? So today, I really wanted to talk to you about um, a scripture, So if you, you know, I'm not pushing my faith on you, but I have to let you know how good God has been to me. So I really want to break down this scripture for you. And this is the thing beyond it being um, straight from the Bible. I really want you to look at it from a standpoint of your business and how this message can apply to you, not only in your business, but also in your life. All right. So listen, if you do not believe in Jesus Christ, Whoever you believe in, I want you to listen to this message with the faith in that person or thing. And I want you to absolutely receive what I'm saying because this message, once I got it, I didn't even get it on a religious standpoint. It hit me on a spiritual standpoint. All right. So this comes from, I want to make sure I say it right because y'all know, listen, Okay, sometimes these sometimes these chapters can have some weird names, but this comes from uh, Habakkuk, H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K. It comes from Habakkuk 2, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to read it because this whole chapter, I think a lot of times we focus just on one little scripture, right? Write the vision and make it plain. Right. We just focus on one little piece of scripture. But in order to get true context, you really want to make sure that you are reading more than just that one scripture, because that's going to help you with the context of what you are gathering. All right. So in that particular scripture of write the vision, make it plain, that was chapter. No, that was verse two. So chapter two, verse two. But if we start 
right at the beginning, and I'm using the New Living Translation. So if you're using the New King James Version, that's what I grew up on. But I'm using the New Living Translation because I want you to receive this um, based on the modern translation, um, but also in a way where you can receive the message as I read it as a story, not just, you know, the old English. All right. So as you start at the first verse, it says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There, I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. So in this first scripture, we have I, right? You got yourself climbing up as high as you can go, standing guard and waiting to see how the Lord is going to answer your complaints. And this is what we often do. We have a situation where we're frustrated or we don't know what's going on and we just do what we can to get as close as we can. We can meditate, pray, maybe, you know, go to a rooftop bar or whatever. And we are going so that we can really complain to God and say, God, what's going on? Please help me. Please show me the way. I just really want you to show me the way, right? We really want the help. Like, what should I do? What should I do? And this is what I grew up on. Like in church, it's like, you know, take all your cares to him, right? Take all your cares to him and he will show you the way. Just pray about it and it's going to happen for you. But this is where the reply comes in. So it's not just write the vision and make it plain. This was a direct response and command that came down he said write the answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others now again if you're in the new king james version is write the vision make it plain so that he who sees it shall run if you don't write this answer plainly And if we don't know what you specifically do, it is very hard to take the message, see the message and run with it. Hear me out here. Let's say you're an esthetician and you're like, you know what? I want to do facials, um, but I want to do lashes, but I also want to do, you know, a little bit of microblading. One person may see a picture of you doing brows and they are running and telling people, you know what? I saw this girl. She was doing brows. You know, I did see that, you know? Yeah. Let me send you her information. Let me scroll on her page and let me find the one picture that she posted with her doing brows. But then you turn around and you say the next day, no, I want to do lashes. So now you're posting lashes and now you're getting responses. Like, well, I thought you did brows. What happened? I like, you, so you do that too? Oh, okay, let me tell my friend. Then you get to a point where you say, you know what? I just want my business to grow. I don't know why it's growing. I don't know what's going on. Like, I just need more clients. So now you're doing everything you can to push this message out of you trying to get clients. And those who see it are running and telling people, hey, she's posting this. She's trying to get clients. Go maybe see her. And when you really think of it, if you don't know what you do plainly, like that's the piece of it, write the vision and make it plain. If you don't, you can write a vision all day. 
You can make a vision board. You can do all the things to make a pretty picture and do the little collages and put all of that stuff up and look at it every single day. But if it is not plain, if it is not clear, cut, concise of what you do, it is very difficult for somebody to take that message and run it correctly to others. This is why you see some estheticians booked and busy. And this is why you also see some estheticians who are not booked and busy. And it's not about how many followers you have. Because keep in mind, Jesus only had 12, okay? But it really matters about those who see it. Are they running with the correct message? You can be on YouTube, Instagram Live. You can be on social media all day. But if you don't keep the main thing, the main thing and keep it plain, we're just going to use you for entertainment and nothing more. Your invoices will not be paid because it is not said that you are offering something that needs to be paid. Because you're spending all your time on social media giving conversations and being on there all day and talking and we don't see the work. We see the selfies. We see one day you're doing this and one day you're doing that. But it's not clear and plain that you do X, Y, Z. See, for myself, it's super clear. I am a private facialist. I work privately with clients. At this moment, I have made the announcement there's there's a wait list. But I have not said that I'm not accepting new clients. And so every time I post myself working, it doesn't matter where I am in the world, People are still coming into the business. Why? Because the posture is that my vision is to be an esthetician who operates in excellence and who also not only provides just the facial treatment, but who also provides energy healing and who also specializes in treating multicultural skin. And so because my message is clear, even when my message is not a picture of a facial, it's still clear that I cater to us. And I also cater to the education of making sure that other estheticians know how to do exactly what I did. And this is why when you're choosing courses, when you're looking for a coach, a mentor, I'm an educator. So when you're looking for people to help you in your journey, you got to look at how plain their vision is. And more times than not, it's so plain, but you're looking at the popularity versus the principle. And that's why sometimes when you invest in courses, you don't get the return you're looking for because you're basing it off of what you see and not what you know. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes you are basing it off of what you see versus what you know. When the answer is plain, you know what that person does but when it's not you can only go off of what you see in that moment sure you may see someone teaching classes but if you're an esthetician and you're looking for someone to show you how to do a service then take a class learning how to do the service but don't go in expecting that they're also going to turn around and show you how to do the business of it because them showing you how to do it could be the business of what they do. 
If I show you how to do a service or I show you how to do business, but I myself don't do that same business, well, that's different, right? You see that I'm teaching a class, but you know that I don't equally do that on the back end. Really think about it. The classes you've taken in this time, right? And our industry is one where you teach a class today or you take a class today, teach it tomorrow. You can see if someone actually implements the things that they're teaching other people to do because their business is going to be a manifestation of that. The vision and the manifestation are two totally different things. If I'm an esthetician, which I am, and I'm teaching a course that is teaching you the foundational principles, the hospitality principles, the operations, sales, marketing, and business travel, I'm not showing you the business receipts of the academy. I'm going to show you the business receipts of the actual business because in principle, not popularity. In principle, I'm showing you how to do exactly what I did in real time. So if I'm going to show you how to get clients, I need to be getting clients in real time. If I'm going to show you how to have amazing hospitality, I need to be giving amazing hospitality in real time. If I'm going to show you business travel, I need to show you business travel in real time. Why? Because there's so many things that comes with that. There's tax principles. There's different market strategies. I may realize that clients no longer want to be marketed this way on social media. They're looking for someone that's more confidential versus someone that uses the celebrity to you know, get eyes in their business. And this is not saying what other people do is wrong. This is just saying the purpose that God has me here to do is different. And this purpose is not led by popularity because I'm, it's going to piss some people off. Okay. I'm here to get you to see what you're not able to see because it's blinded by popularity. I want to show you the principle. All right. So I'm going to keep reading because you can't just stop there. Write the vision plainly so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Here we are at verse three. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place it will not be delayed after having my business for four years I didn't teach my course at a level that I did not myself get to and this is why the course has to constantly update because as I grow The information that I give has to grow as well. And these are the things where I noticed that you may be learning about social media uh, marketing, you know, and people will show you how to use social media on the surface. Or you'll notice that a lot of their courses are directed for today, 
but the vision is for a future time. See, the courses that we have are designed to show you where you need your business to be in the next three to five years. So naturally, it's going to take time because a year from now, you're going to be different. Three years from now, you're going to be different. Five years from now, you're going to be different. Your mindset is going to change. You're going to receive the information differently because you're going to have lessons that are going to happen. You may realize that your clients may not like social media. They may prefer email. They may prefer text message. They may prefer phone calls, but it takes time. The vision is for a future time. It describes the end, which is why when you know that you have a vision to be an elite esthetician, you're going to carry that vision with you. It will help you make decisions. You know, it's not elite to lack in quality on certain things in your business. So when you operate that way with that vision in mind, because you already have it describing the end and you know it will be fulfilled and that it will not be delayed, you operate differently today. So, you know, I can't just put up a BOGO sale. I can't just put up a a discount on my items. I can't just throw up some random sale because in three to five years, Is this going to help me get to the goal of being an elite esthetician? These are the type of things that you have to ask yourself. Now, as we get further deep down, this is the part that really came clear to me. And of course, I want you to read the entire chapter when you have time. Do the new living translation so that you can like truly understand it. But as it continues to go, it says, uh, look at the proud They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Wealth is treacherous and the arrogant are never at rest. They open their mouths as wide as the grave and like death, they are never satisfied. In their greed, they have gathered up many nations and swallowed many peoples. And this here is where there's this, uh, sometimes there's a debate over low ticket versus high ticket, right? And there used to be a very clear defined line where you could see, okay, the Chanel bag is in high demand. So naturally they take their price up because they want to maintain the exclusivity and they want to be able to control the quality of the items and to be able to control how many items that they put out, right? Like you have serial numbers when it comes to this particular bag. But at the same time, when you have a separate side of it, where you're just trying to sell as many as you can, you're just trying to sell and give to as many people as you can, your quality may differ. Think of how many times you've ordered something, maybe from Target or something like that. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, maybe furniture. Maybe you ordered furniture and it's like fast furniture where they just kind of threw it together or even fast fashion, right? Like um, you order from a fast fashion site and your clothes don't last as long. And you think nothing of it because it's just like, okay, well, whatever. I'm just going to see if they can fix it or it was cheap anyway, so I'm going to keep moving. But when you truly have invested in something, you're going to treat it differently and you're going to make sure that the service is there. 
And that's because you're just like, wait a minute, I invested too much. But you got to understand wealth is treacherous. And I'm not talking about the amount of wealth because God wants you to live in abundance. But I'm talking about the tone and the voice of wealth. When your tone of wealth is arrogant, you're never at rest. You are never at rest when the tone of your wealth is arrogant. When everything you do is showing off cars, vacations, you know, all this other stuff, your message becomes tone deaf. Because that is not what the manifestation is all about. Yes, we want you to live in abundance, but abundance is not based on a Chanel bag. Abundance is not based on you driving a luxury car. Abundance is not based on you having all this money to blow and showing your receipts online. No, that's not where abundance lies. That is a byproduct of abundance, but that is not where abundance lies. Abundance lies in going to bed at night and having integrity and knowing that you gave 110%. Abundance lies in knowing that you weren't just the only six or seven figure earner in your circle, but that you've helped other people to get put on too. Abundance is in knowing that you have a vision and this vision does not include getting as many sales as you can. This vision also includes making sure that every sale you get is going to have quality attached to it. And when you think on that level, you got to make different decisions. Now you're not just thinking, yeah, I need to just get as many clients as I can. Now you're thinking, okay, I have this income goal that I need to pay my bills. I really want to reach this goal. I believe that I can reach this goal. So this means I need to have 30 clients. So that means I need to have 30 experiences that are all high quality how can I make these 30 people to have an amazing experience to where they trust me again with their skin not just yeah I need to get as many people as I can in the door because as we really break down your business and we figure out what is elite in your business we may find it's time for you to get new bedding your business doesn't smell good The outside curb does not have appeal. Your music is off. Your massage, your touch is off. Your conversation is off. Your hospitality is off. You don't study your brand. You don't study your knowledge. You haven't invested in new products. And I'm not getting on you, but I'm saying these are things you got to take in and figure out, okay, am I moving by the money and just trying to get anybody in here? Or am I going to say, you know what, even at this point, I know what I need and I'm going to make sure every single person I touch gets quality. I'm not just in here having a revolving door. If you're sitting on my table, the expectation is that you're going to come back. Why? Because I am giving you elite service and I know that there is a full, just wide area of mediocrity and 
average and I don't do that. So because I offer elite in a world full of average, I know that I have to charge a little more because I know that what I give is quality and I will not be compared to the mediocrity that is around me. And this is the thing I had to get. Living in St. Louis, I love St. Louis, but I also hate the fact that there is such a level of mediocrity. You may look around and see there is just so much ratchetness going on. And it's not just in the beauty industry. It is in other industries as well. And when I say ratchetness, this is all inclusive of all colors of all people. You know you're supposed to clean your room. You know you're supposed to dust. You know you're supposed to offer fresh water. You know you're supposed to have products that are within their expiration time. You've been in business three years. Why are you still using products from your school kit? You know these things, but again, it's what's popular versus principle. It's what you see versus what you know. You see online people are doing what they need to do to be seen but you know that at the core of it they do the most for online but on the back end they're not showing up the same way they are online for the facade and so this is where you have to understand the final thing that i want to read to you in this It's chapter, no, verse nine. Verse nine is where it got really, really serious for me. Because for myself, you know, when it comes to elite estheticians, I breathe this. Everything has to be done in excellence. And even if there's a day where it's not my best day, I still work to make it excellent. And if I feel in my core that I didn't give 100%, I make adjustments, make the apologies, and do what needs to be done to move forward. But the integrity, your integrity has to be so intact that you just can't treat people any kind of way. You just can't do that. You know, like, you just cannot do people any kind of way. When we get to verse 9, it says, What sorrow awaits you who build big houses with money gained dishonestly? You believe your wealth will buy security, putting your family's nest beyond the reach of danger. But by the murders you committed, you have shamed your name and forfeited your lives. Has not the Lord promised that the wealth of nations will turn to ashes. They work so hard, but all in vain. However you receive this, when you go through your devotion, if you choose to do so, the piece that I want you to understand is that when we speak of murder, of corruption, we are not necessarily speaking of the physical killing of a person. We are speaking of... The corruption and the murder of integrity. We are speaking of the downfall of trust. We are speaking of 
really hospitality, how you treat people. Because if you go in with this idea of, well, I'm just doing this for money. You just need to run me my money. If you're moving with that, you are building up empires of money that was gained through the destruction and the corruption of another person. And so with that, you can have the same way you can have a vision of building something and doing it in excellence. It takes the same amount of time to create a vision where it's like, I just want to make quick money. Same vision. Same vision. Just like you have good, you have bad. Demons praise too. Okay, just because you at church or you do your devotion and you praising and all that, you doing praise and worship, demons do praise and worship too. So with that, it takes the same amount of time to do a vision of integrity as it does to have a vision of corruption. There are people out here that genuinely will step on people to get to their high horse. And this is, again, why you have to see and know and you can't just go off of what you see you got to go off of what you know do all the research take all the time you need because it ain't about the money at its core everything attached to a person will begin to bear the same fruit this is why they say Hang around, you know, hang around five successful people, you'll be the six. You hang around five broke people, you'll be the six. You are who you hang around. You know, birds of a feather flock together. I understand that this season may be lonely for you. I get it. But you also have to understand that when you're looking for people to connect to in that state of loneliness, you got to make sure that not only they got it together, but every person that vouches for them got it together. Because just because somebody can vouch for somebody does not mean that those people are moving in alignment. I'm going to say this again. Just because someone is vouching for someone does not mean they are moving in alignment. There can be a fill of daisies or a fill of dandelions. Really examine Who wrote the vision, made it plain so that when you see it, you know that you can also run with the same message. You want to be an elite esthetician? Perfect. This is the vision. Does this align with what God wants you to do? Awesome. Let's run. And those who are running, who genuinely have the will and the want to do this, they are seeing the fruit. But those who came in with either ill intentions or they came in with disbelief or they came in with the mindset of, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to listen to what the people around me that don't have any success are telling me to do. Then, of course, they aren't in alignment. So when you look at people And this is even in your life. When you look for a man to marry, when you look for friends to have, don't just look at them. Look at the people around them. 
If you trying to date a man and he got a baby mama and him and his baby mama don't get along and he's being just as petty as she is being, it's safe to say if you get with him, you got to deal with his pettiness and her pettiness. They not in alignment. So naturally, how can they be in alignment with you? Things to think about. And I really want you to understand this because when I read this, I had to really like take it in because like it's so easy to just tell you, write the vision, make a plan. Write the vision, make a plan. Write the vision, make a plan. But no, you got to write the vision, right? Write down what you're trying to do. You got to tweak it a little bit because it needs to be plain. Just because you want to do facials doesn't mean it's clear. Like, okay, what kind of facials? Okay, for who? Okay, what does that market need? But after you've made it plain and you've written it down, is it so clear that the people can run with the correct message to other people to help you? That's where manifestation comes in. Some of you are manifesting an empty book because your message is not clear. I promise you, once you get your message clear and you focus, maybe you do want to do two services, but maybe you just focus on one at a time. Maybe this month you focus on facials and then the following month you focus on something else. But when you are focused and it's clear and it's plain and you're, you know, pushing it out there so that the people who are potential clients can see it. Now they can go run with the message and say, hey, girl, I'm thinking of getting a facial. What you think about this page? Oh, yeah, her page is amazing. Go get you a facial and then let me know how I go, because if you get your facial, I'm getting in. But if you're so confusing and we don't know what to expect from you and then it's average, this is why the manifestation is an empty book. So I truly hope this message got to you. If you are looking to read this on your own time, it's um, Habakkuk 2, H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K 2. I read 1 through 9 and then I skipped down. Well, no, I read 1 through 6 and then I skipped down to 9. But I really want you to take take the time to read it because you're going to receive it based off of your present mindset, but as you meditate on this and you start really looking at it beyond its written word, like when you start looking at it like, okay, like there's a word debtors. Debt does not just mean money. And when you like take away the money, take away the financial aspect of it. When you look at words like debt and wealth, when you look at those things as being things like integrity, Things like abundance of peace, abundance of love, right? When you start looking at those non-monetary things, you'll realize that when you're on these social media streets, you got to move differently. Because if the message is all about money, it's on a low frequency. The message needs to be on love, compassion, integrity, peace. Like money is last, Money is a byproduct of the abundance. So 
listen. I hope you have a great day. Today is 7-7. Seven, seven. I love 7. That's my number. So 7-7 seven, seven. today. I'm just at an extreme high today. Um, it's it's the top of the morning. I have a few clients today and I've already hit my income goal for the week just in today. So I just want y'all to just really meditate on this and figure out like what you want. Take away the money. Like, what do you want? I just wanted peace. I just wanted to be genuinely happy. I just wanted to help people to get to the next level. And I just wanted to show people that after depression, after contemplating suicide, after really just identifying with struggle for so long, you can make a decision to say, I ain't identifying with this anymore. And a lot of times we're shy And we're introverted and we're closed off because we've been burned so many times. But I do want to promise you, your scars, you don't have to identify with that. You can acknowledge it and and heal from it, but you don't have to carry that no more. It is done and we count it all joy. All right. So on today, make sure that you are loving on yourself. Make sure you are speaking life into yourself And I will definitely see you guys in the next podcast episode. If this message touched you, please do a screenshot. Tag me at I am Nina Hayes or at Elite Estheticians. And just tag me so I can share you and send you love and light today. And I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Okay. Talk to you later.